an axe and a car become weapons in today's news stories when emotions kind of take over. And it all starts right now. Ready for something scary? Okay! You're in the right spot. The iScary Podcast collects spooky, creepy news stories to discuss and give you chills. Whatever. Just so you know, hosts discuss topics they've just learned about and have no prior knowledge. Their views are just for your entertainment. Hey, thanks for tuning in to the iScary Podcast, where we cover two strange and maybe spooky news stories. Helping us figure it all out is Darcy Pashik. Hey, Darcy, welcome back. Hey, Anne. How are you doing today? Fantastic. Um, I haven't scared myself lately. How about you? <laughs> For the last few days, you've been okay? <laughs> no, done a few woodworking projects, maybe scared me a little bit, but uh, no, other than that, uh, nothing supernatural or out of the ordinary. How's that? Sounds like Darcy isn't playing well by himself. What do you go chop off a finger or something? Yeah, you know, just a, a few little odds and ends that, uh, you know, things you maybe shouldn't do on a regular basis. Learning. I'm learning. So. <laughs> okay. Well, please be safe. And um, let's jump right into our first news story. It's called Killer Deal. Lizzie Borden is back in the news. Now, you might not remember her because what she was accused of doing happened 130 years ago. She attacked, supposedly, uh, her parents and chopped them up with an axe. She was acquitted of the charges, but she was ostracized for the rest of her life and remained in the same town where it all happened, in the same house. And now that house is up for sale. Care to make a bid? Uh-oh. It's an axe story. <laughs> That's a tool. A woodworking tool. It is a woodworking tool. We have a connection here. <laughs> uh, I don't know about this one. I mean, would you really want to go stay in the Lizzie Borden house? I mean, it, it's been a minute. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. There's people I know that, yes, that would lure them. There's people that just love that stuff, right? And I mean, this isn't something that's haunted. And is the, I mean, this is just a piece of history, right? Well, I don't know. Um, why don't we get the full story? Okay. And we'll see if it's haunted. Sydney, take it away. News. Killer Deal from NBC San Diego. A company that offers ghost excursions just bought the Lizzie Borden house in Fall River, Massachusetts. The home was the location of the notorious 1892 murders of Andrew and Abby Borden, where their daughter was accused of striking her father 10 or 11 times with an axe and her mother 19 times. Although a 19th century children's rhyme claimed she gave her mother 40 wax and her father 41, Lizzie was acquitted of the crime. The property just sold for over $2 million, and if you're a fan, you'll soon be able to stay overnight at the crime scene, because it's being turned into a bed and breakfast. Uh, I'm, I'm still on the fence here. What, what would guests is supposed to get out of this place? <laughs> that you get hacked up with an axe, maybe? <laughs> well, what if that happens? What if there are devious minds out there, and they decide, well... 
let's show those people something. You know, that would just, that's what would worry me about going is like, would somebody else decide this is a great opportunity to really like say, shouldn't have done it. Shouldn't have made it a B and B. Here's a real life experience for you. Oh my goodness. Wow. Uh, I don't, I wouldn't stay there. I I wouldn't. You said that was from a nursery rhyme. Did I hear that correctly? You never heard it back. Yeah. There was, you know, Lizzie Borden gave her mother 40 wax, and when she saw what she had done, she gave her father 41. It's an I... old sort of rhyme that came up. It was a huge sensational wow. uh, crime back in the day, in the 1892s. Okay. <laughs> and uh, it was, you know, that was like the tabloids of the time made a big mm-hmm. deal out of it. And um, obviously they were, that was wrong. Someone just wrote it because it was sensational and rhymed. Uh, it says that she only that the mother only got nineteen wax, the dad only ten or eleven. <laughs> yeah, just, I guess you know, it doesn't let's matter. not over exaggerate here, right? <laughs> yeah, on. forty. How many that wax would just does be it take? Wait. Yeah, how, no, it's like how many licks of a, lo- a lollipop? <laughs> so no, I was thinking the same. <laughs> so, okay, so what's the cause here? What 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 happened? Well, uh, well, there's actually two things. There's this local history where I know a lot of people protect the history because this place had been a museum. Um, so there's this commercialization of it, which I think many locals are against it. So that's, that's something I think we could all get behind. Oh, absolutely. The other aspect is, would you want to go stay in a place that had this tragic, awful thing happen there? Yeah, yeah. I say no. Huh. Like, like I know the name, but I honestly didn't know anything about the story. And I guess what, what, what I'm wondering is, okay, if she got acquitted of it and you say it's unsolved, I mean, that in itself is, you know, so, I mean, back then there's no way to track if there's other murders like that, you know, but uh, it does raise some concern if you're living in that time and what's really happening out there. Well, I believe that's one of the reasons why the story endures so much today. For one reason, I mean, it it wasn't really solved. Yeah. Some people think she still did it. And then there was this huge sensationalism around the attack. But how did a nursery rhyme come out of this? If like, there, There's more to the story, obviously. I'd like to read the whole nursery rhyme now. You I'm sure should. Yeah, obviously. Well, I would think Google it's that. because, you know, it's just like it, it was the news story of the time. They, they didn't yeah. have the internet, so they yeah, made yeah. rhymes and it was in the paper and they probably covered the trial. It was probably a big a big issue when it didn't, you know, result in her conviction. I'm sure she was set up as being the prime suspect. But an axe is like a graphic, very, you know, uh, heat of the heat of the moment reaction, right? I mean, you don't. Right. Women kill with poison more than axes. <laughs> ah, so, so this is, uh, what's that movie? Somebody else did the murder, right? And uh, sure. almost got that person framed. Shawshank Redemption. There you go, wasn't it? There you go. There you go, yeah. yeah. Andy Deshane. Yeah. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> could, be, could be a similar situation. But then would you go stay at a place like this? Say you just happen to be in old Fall River and go, hmm, Yeah. should we go? You would, would stay there? Yeah, and my daughter would be all up for it. Like, we, we'd, we'd regularly hunt for unique and wild places that are just kind of mm-hmm. something out there. So we talked about this on previous podcasts. We've been to the, the scariest yeah. place in England and stuff. So, I mean. Yeah, but you didn't stay there. You just sort of look through the window. 
right? I, I would so, stay there. I know when people place those bets on staying in a haunted could castle, you sleep? or could you sleep yeah, overnight? Could. could you would you bring your own extra lock to put? You know, they have those like uh, alarms you can put on the doorknob if it moves. It wakes I you could up. sleep through anything. Well, yeah. I know you could. You could sleep through someone axing you as well, like forever sleep. <laughs> no, uh, so uh, this is a no for me. I would not stay there. Really? And it's yeah, no, wouldn't do it. Couldn't couldn't do it. I mean, honestly, okay, but, but, but I believe there so, would be some negative energy in this place. And you know, I'm yeah, not. You stayed in Airbnbs and other. You know, you stayed in. But I didn't hotels. know somebody who was murdered there. Well, what's the difference <laughs> if you knew? Or my didn't mind. Know? I'm a writer. My mind would just go off. <laughs> really, 1800s though. I don't know. That's yeah. This is th- them is some old ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> they they now, probably figured out how to really mess with some people. Well, no, it's obviously I working I for I you. Know, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know how much I actually believe in ghosts, it's, but it's just that I don't disbelieve them. I have no proof okay. either way. Hmm. I, I have been to places that I knew terrible things happened, like during the Holocaust, uh, lived in Germany. So I definitely went to some places where you can sense yeah. there was something yeah. in the There's air. There's a feeling there. Yeah, yeah. It is I a don't feeling, more than just that. knowing about it, right? Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. It's just like, I don't want to disturb that feeling. <laughs> I'm certainly not going to go and have a great night's sleep wondering. Yeah. I mean, I, w- I feel bad for old Lizzie because maybe she didn't do it. I mean, to me, there would be some awful energy left in that place just if she didn't do it and had to live with everyone thinking yeah. she did. Yeah, yeah. And, and now we always go back into that mental health. You know, either way, either that yeah. she's crazy for doing it or something's wrong or you're crazy for staying in the house at that time with the murderer. Or if she got acquitted and she knows it wasn't her, how do you sleep through that? That worries me way more than going, you know, a hundred years later and or more and, and staying in a house that's just has some history. I mean, that's, that's my thoughts. Yeah. Well, I, if you go, which I think you should put this on your list of okay. cool things to do right. in, uh, in the United down. States. I'm down as we speak. So. <laughs> I want to follow up. I want to know okay. how it went and, and we will keep our ears open to find out if any crimes befall this poor bed and breakfast. <laughs> But you know what? It will do fine just because of the publicity and everybody's looking for something that's just different these days. Nobody wants normal, it seems like, or there's a large percentage of people looking for just something a little outside the normal everyday. So I think it'll do well. I My prediction is it'll be fine. Well, I, pr- I predict it'll be fine, too. I just hope that mm-hmm. it's not a, it doesn't draw in even undesirable people that might want to do havoc. I don't know. So you're traveling through the town, your car breaks down, and it's the only place to stay. Do you stay there or do you sleep in your car? Um, well, I'm not that silly, but. Um, <laughs> We're breaking down some barriers. Okay. We are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess when it comes down to it, if it was like, I, sleep in your car is not really safe either. But uh, I, this is a pass. I hopefully that I'm not going to drive through this town just for fun. Well, like it'll take a lot longer to put an axe through your car to get at you. So, right than a than a hotel room door. Yeah, never yeah. know. I don't know. We have never to weigh know. those odds out. Yep. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> That's all I can say. All right, we we find we found out that you're braver, and I just sort of respect ghosts. I have a respect for a history of a place in that sense. Yeah, but don't forget, this is all talk. So let's not. Uh, 
I haven't put my money where my mouth is yet. So that's true. That's true. All right. Well, I'll give it to you though, that you would maybe do it <laughs> if your daughter <laughs> egged you on. Exactly. <laughs> yes. It's the kids. We do it for the kids. Right. Yes. That, right. All right. Let's, let's move on to our next one. Uh, this one else you got? has a little more um, meat to it. Mm. It's called road rage times two. This story starts with two calls to 911 for help. Hello, 911. What's your emergency? But it turns out the drivers are calling about each other. That guy is nuts. He's not getting away with driving like that. Honey, it's not worth it. Please slow down. You're scaring me. But he doesn't slow down. And in the other car, the same kind of conversation is going on. What's wrong with him? He's right on my tail. What an idiot. Just get us away from him. As one driver races back to his house, the other follows him with the goal of cornering him until the police arrive. Unfortunately, they both have a gun. Oh my gosh. Some serious anger. It's tragic. I think we need the full news report on this right now. Sydney, take it away. News. Road Rage Times 2 from the Tampa Bay Times. North Florida 911 calls show that two drivers called police to claim they were victims of road rage, but they were calling about each other. In car number one was Gonzalez and his family. He claimed a maniac tried to run him off the road and he was pursuing the vehicle with his weapon cocked and loaded. His wife said they were only following the other car home so they could file a complaint, although 911 tapes made it clear that she could not get her husband to put away his gun or give up the pursuit. In car number two, the one being chased, was Doyle and his wife. He raced home, also packing a gun with a concealed weapons license. He parked in his driveway, and when Gonzalez pulled up and got out of his car with his gun, Doyle shot him. Five times. Dead. In front of his family. Doyle is facing second-degree murder charges and aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. You know... Okay, so there's an incident, obviously, right? Heat, heat of the moment, passion, all that good stuff. But I don't know. I, you know, being from Canada, we can't have open carry. I know this will create some controversy, but I'm sorry. Well, that solves the problem. That's this problem for wrong. Canada. That's just wrong. And he, uh, the guy that that is facing charges, was the one. He was on his own property. So sometimes you have that thing as like if someone's, if I'm in threat of danger yeah, yeah. and self-defense. I, so yeah. obviously that didn't prove to be the case if he's facing charges. No, because there's two people that are just like super mad and and just furiated that are just you know I, sorry I, I man that is scary but that's that's reality so that I would be more afraid of that than any scary story we have so yeah and, and so we travel quite a bit and when I'm in um, I guess I'm not going to name the city, but when you're in cities that, that have history, I would never have road rage. And I'm not going to say I never have had road rage, <laughs> maybe not to that extent, but no, I would yeah, not engage in, in some of these cities, especially there's open carry. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. Well, and they both had guns. So, I mean, to me, 
I, th- I feel like that gave them a sense of confidence. Totally does. So does a car. Um, yeah, you're right. Because you feel so insulated. So so being in, being in a, a few thousand pound piece of steel gives you, so even without a gun, people in road rage that, you know, they just feel so much more protected. And you can see in them, you know, it, it goes to anybody. It, you could be of any race, gender or size of person. And you feel just that empowerment that, hey, I could take control of the situation. And, and yeah. It's interesting. It's sad. It's really a sad, sad commentary, I think, that we all understand part of this. Yes. And I hope that the most of us would not take it that far. I mean, I, I always, I'm constantly trying to calm myself down. Like, am I really in a hurry? I mean, I'm annoyed at other cars that that, that don't drive right, right? You know, yeah. they break, they cut you off. They turn, you know, they just meander or they're on, the, I can see that they're on their cell phone. That annoys me when I'm driving. Yeah. And depending how much of a rush I'm in, it can make me mad. But I would never chase somebody. I would never follow somebody home to report them to the police. Yeah. Would you? But but take it to another step. So you're behind the person, you're frustrated. But But if you actually took a second to think, potentially why why is the person driving slow they're on their cell phone is it because they're on the cell phone because a, a friend or a family member just got in a serious accident and they're processing you know right. there's a there's a million reasons why that person isn't in front of you doing it to annoy you no. i would think i mean so 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 there's just a situation that gets taken out of hand and i think the other thing is and i mean there's going to be people arguing this when they watch this podcast but there's a lot of people out there going that's why i want to carry a gun you know what I mean? Like there's two yourself. sides of it. Yeah, I, I need yeah. that to to make sure that I don't fall in that situation. But uh, yeah, I could never agree with that, unfortunately. But right. Well, me. whether you believe in gun control or that people should have the right to bear arms, I I think we should all be able to agree that people should at least know how to handle them properly and in the right situations, which this clearly wasn't. Sure. Anger is not a safe place to do anything, whether it be handle a gun or drive a car. But here's the other thing is you got two people that get sparked by the same thing. You know, a lot of the times, I'm sure you've been there, where when you do make a known mistake and you give that little friendly wave. Yeah. And the other person calms right down and, and, you know, is like, okay. You know, you can almost have a a moment with the other car and it doesn't escalate. However. Yeah. You can easily wave your hand and do something differently if you're equally frustrated, and it, it goes completely the opposite way. And and I think that's where I'm at is it takes a few seconds just to go, you know, my bad, you know, I'm moving on kind of thing, and it probably goes away. Um, so but. do you think this is more a guy thing? In this case, they were both men, but they both had people in their car cars trying to calm them down. That's what the article had said, the full article, and they I, didn't. I would have to agree. You know what? I I, I think it is, honestly. It's a macho thing? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, uh, again, the feeling of I'm in my car, I'm in my truck, and I've got this protection. And, yeah, put it this way. I mean, driving around lots and, you know, it does seem to be fairly one-sided as to where the incidents come from. I'm no expert at it, but, yeah. Well, if you were in the situation where someone was chasing after you, you don't have a weapon, what would you do? Police station... That's what I would do too. If he's already chasing me, yeah, I'm driving to the nearest some sort of public place. I would even drive into a, like a middle of a courtyard somewhere and just park and wait for him to go away. But uh, I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I don't think at that point I would, like I said, I, I can admit to having some road rage from time to time, but 
to take it to that point. And, and if it did escalate, then yeah, I'd be the person that uh, the bravery would go away pretty fast. I'd be yeah, hightailing it somewhere safe and let it ride out. I'd drive yeah. over to the Lizzie Borden house and let Lizzie take care of it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Nothing you can't solve when you need to. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah. yeah. I agree with you that this scares me far more than ghosts. Well, I mean, you know, I think everybody knows, but I, I, I love watching some of those TikToks, but there was in, in good old Canada again, there was a TikTok of somebody that was coming onto an overpass and just driving really slow. And the guy nudged him from behind the car kind of turned sideways a bit. And you think, okay, slight accident, slight road rage. He drove through the guy, pushed him off into the ditch and then kept going. That's how mad he was. Like, oh, no. I know it's only a 30 second video, oh, but wow. it was crazy. So I think road rage is a very real thing. Very real. And, and yeah. just, yeah, it's not good. No, I agree. And, and I think it all, it all has to come from it's you're being, you're really mad about something else. I mean, something has sparked it in the driving, but the anger comes from somewhere else in your life. And this is where you're dumping it. So I don't know if being aware of that can help people. (laughs) I don't know. I always try to think, what if that person in the car was someone I knew? I I wouldn't be as mad. That's right. And if you're the second person getting involved in that incident, if you have that on the top of your mind going, okay, this person's having a bad day. Can I can I walk away from it? I think it it takes two people to tango. So at the end of the day, if one person was willing to walk away and and then none of this would happen and probably happens all the time. But in this case, two people sparked each other and well, look where it ended up. Oh my goodness. Yeah, terrible. I mean, uh, retrospect, I I don't know how you feel like you did right. The guy that survived, I don't know how he would ever feel like, oh, I was justified. Um, But well, I, uh, some people, yeah. Some yeah. people. So this is a public service announcement that we're doing. Asking right. everyone to please pretend. Don't be those people. Person, don't be them. Pretend the other person <laughs> in the car is someone that you cherish and love and, and want to get safely to their destination, including yourself. Just be nice, right? Simple as that. Just be nice. And then is your it, life. In both of these stories, good. why wouldn't everybody just have been nice? We have nothing to talk about. Or be Put the axe about. down and give them a hug instead. Come on, Lizzie. <laughs> They're just parents. They make mistakes too. Oh, Let the anger go. That's what we've learned today. But in a calm way. In a cal- Oh, that's true. You're right. You could let the yeah. anger go in a bad way. In reality, that's kind of what they did. They let the anger go and it built and it built. And- oh, boy. But not us. You pick some good ones, Anne. You you've got a knack for this to just you know kind of dig into the right nerves to. Hmm. So I definitely, the second one is more worrisome than the first one. So much more worrisome, yeah. and I I like it as a story better because I think we can relate to an aspect of it. I can't relate Absolutely. to Lizzie Borden. I had great parents. I still do, um, but uh, yeah, yeah. The other 100%. one, the road rage. I can I can get that. Well, cool. Thanks, Darcy, so much for joining me for a couple of other fun, scary, crazy, (laughs) all the above kind of stories. Everything. We have everything on these. You bet. Actually, you know what? We actually even had, I think that was one we actually started off and and didn't start laughing the first minute into it. That's true. We're getting, we're we're improving. (laughs) (laughs) We're a bit more empathetic than we used to be, maybe. We're growing as humans. Yes. Excellent. I knew something good would come out of this. Good stuff. (laughs) 
All right. We'll catch you again. Thanks again, Darcy, for joining us. All right. See you. We'll see you on the next episode of the iScary Podcast. Oh, yeah. Everyone at iScary Podcast would like to thank you, the listeners, for joining us. Oh, yeah. And please visit our website at iScaryStory.com where you can find some tools to protect yourself from every kind of crazy strangeness that we talk about on our show. And thanks also to our newscaster, Sydney Story, our announcer, Zach Mercer, Plus, our Step Into the Story actors, Grinnell Morris, Sydney Story, Zach Mercer, and a couple IA programs, one from Speechalo, and the other is Synthesis. Last but not least, we get our sound effects from Zapsplat. <laughs> Join us again, if you dare. The Ice Scary Podcast is produced by Wyatt Pashik and Ann Kimbrough. Copyright April 2021.